Hello, you're welcome to this inspiring story for today with Otis Stories, a world of inspiring, amazing, faith lifting stories and all. So I'm here to tell you a story and the title of the story is A New Level. You know, you may have listened to this story before. You may have read the story before, probably on our website, otisstories.com, on King's Chat or Telegram. But um, it's the story that I'm going to be narrating to you, telling you, and just listen afresh and what and um, let the Holy Spirit give you the perfect picture that He wants you to see today from this story. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this is the story, a new level. So let's let's get right into the story. So this is the story. The past five years have been very interesting for me. But then I didn't really feel fulfilled because I had certain expectations and results that I had not seen. As a matter of fact... There was no approach that I didn't try, but it never produced any of my expected results. It wasn't as if I didn't make progress. I did, but it was never commensurate with my efforts. After a while, I eventually got fed up, frustrated, and confused. Because in one sentence, I could say that nothing was working. I had gotten worn out from putting in so much effort, becoming so excited about the expected outcome and eventually getting disappointed. It even became more unbearable when I started checking out others. I realized that some people were getting so many results even when they weren't putting in as much effort as I was. After a few days of dwelling in self-pity, I decided to give up everything. I made up my mind to stop. I told myself that henceforth, I was just going to warm the back seat of life and watch others do their thing. I stopped my business and found myself a mega job just enough to put food on my table. But then, I wasn't used to being idle. I realized that I needed something to concentrate on. Around that time, the church I attended on Sundays happened to be preparing for a program and they needed volunteers. Well, I decided to volunteer and take part in the planning process every day after my working hours. It was quite helpful, but I didn't actually enjoy it because I really didn't know much about Christianity. The organizing team was always getting into conversations about certain things in Christianity, you know, their revelations, their experiences, and I often felt bad because most times I am the only one who would hardly have anything to say or contribute in those discussions. Hmm. The program kicked off two weeks later. I didn't want to attend since I wasn't really a church person. But then I had already involved myself by being part of the preparatory process. So I had to be there. I can still remember that on my way to the program that evening, 
I told myself that after that program, I'll return to attending church services only on Sundays. I also told myself that I'd prefer to be part of an NGO instead. At least there, I'd find people that I can relate with without having to feel odd. So I got there in time and decided to take part in ushering. The program went church as usual until the guest speaker finally came up. And for the first time, since I started attending church, I felt a very mighty, calm, peaceful and refreshing presence in the building. It got very intense that I left my duty as an usher, grabbed a seat for myself and focused on what the guest speaker was saying. I really did not understand what that feeling was. But it grew stronger and stronger and the next time i opened my eyes i found out that the service was already over and that i was lying there on the altar i assumed that i passed out or something because all i could remember was that i went out to be prayed for during the altar call after regaining full consciousness of my environment I lifted myself up and headed home. Now, on my way home, I, I had just one thing on my mind, which was the strange presence that I had felt during the service. I suspected that that presence was responsible for my passing out. I tried to figure it out, but it was totally strange to me. So I concluded that I was going to see the church pastor concerning it the following day. Yet, I was unable to get it off my mind right till I went to bed. That night, I prayed before falling asleep for the very first time. And my little prayer went like this. Dear God, how are you doing? Um, I know you are the almighty. Well, I decided to stop being that Sunday stranger and today I surrender to you. Thank you for accepting me and I'm sorry that I had have to bother you this early since it's barely five hours since I became your responsibility now. Today, I felt something very weird in church and I can't seem to get it off my mind. I'd like to know what it was about God and Thank you once again, God. I'm in your hands tonight. Um, in Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. So that night, I had a dream that changed my life. In that dream, I found myself somewhere very beautiful. But shockingly, it was filled with that same stuff I felt in church. It was so intense that I could say that I was in his headquarters. Despite the fact that it was very intense, it wasn't really very overwhelming. Somehow, I could handle it. I felt normal as I enjoyed the feeling of this presence. I didn't pass out at all. Then all of a sudden, I found myself somewhere else again. It was also very, a very beautiful place, but not in any way like that of the first place. It was beautiful, but it seemed as if everything was decaying and drying up there was no stability 
things make pro- make little progress and then regress. I could see things struggling to grow. It was though there was a mist hovering around that was stifling everything and resisting everything from making progress. As I stood there watching, I began to notice that same presence around me and filling me up again. It felt like it was encapsulating me like a bubble inside out. And then almost immediately, I heard a voice say to me, This is the presence of the Most High God, the presence of the Holy Spirit. In His presence, there is fullness of joy. It gives life, propels, propels, strengthens, and directs. You had a taste of what heaven looks like a moment ago, right? So you know, it looks so wonderful because of this same presence of God. Before you were born, God ordained you for greatness and your greatness has been made possible and easy by the death burial and resurrection of Jesus your efforts didn't yield much because you applied them in the natural on earth Satan is the god of the world he goes around to kill steal and destroy but the presence of God gives life You got baptized with the Holy Spirit when you passed out in church. And now, not only does the presence of the Holy Spirit reside in you, you have the power and tool to generate so much of it to influence and give life to everything that you do. You have been empowered to prosper. You have entered a new level. Suddenly, I found myself speaking in tongues. Then... I began to rise higher and higher. Then I entered that evil mist that had forced everything to struggle and make little progress. While I was still inside that mist, I kept speaking in tongues. And after a while, I shot out of the mist. It felt like I had entered a state of victory where I could never experience any resistances ever again. Then again, that same voice said to me it's a new level for you characterized with favor with grace abundance and takeover i woke up immediately and at that moment i felt really transformed changed empowered i didn't waste any time at all i began to pray in the holy spirit it was funny how the lazy and clueless christian suddenly obtained favor from god I thank God for his grace. He is indeed truly full of mercy and grace. After that dream, I had an understanding that I am a channel to bring the beauty of heaven to earth by default. I understood that I had been blessed with the power and presence of God through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. I also had a conviction within me that the more I generate the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, and keep it up, nothing would be impossible for me. I went back to my business that I had packed up with the consciousness that I had entered a new level characterized with favor, grace, speed, abundance, and take over. I spent time powering this new level by praying in tongues daily. As I prayed, I always kept a picture of me at a new level in my mind. 
somehow i didn't believe it alone rather i kept channeling the power and the presence of the holy spirit in me to this world that i have entered a new level and in a matter of few weeks my businesses began to shoot up my efforts began to yield high results easily just as it was in that dream i began to make progress as though there was a great force pushing me higher and higher even till today please let me tell you a secret god has given you that new level that you desire you enter into it by believing it's yours and then power it by praying in the holy ghost just the way you can tilt a rocket to the direction you want it to go. You can channel this new level to whatever the works of your hands and expectations are. But most importantly, you must see yourself in it and power it. In the new level that God has given you, like a rocket, you will shoot above the sky, move with speed and take over territories in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's the story for today. And thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you tomorrow for another fantastic story. Another inspiring, amazing story. Thank you so much. Click the share button. Copy the link to this post and share on your platforms. Because this story will go down for tomorrow's story to come up. Alright. I love you. And I'll see you in. I'll see you again and again and again. It's Otis Stories, a world of inspiring story. And my name is Mrs. Elo. Thank you. Hello. You're welcome to today's episode of the inspiring story for the day you know i give glory to god for this amazing ministry of the holy spirit in storytelling and i thank you for your time for clicking on the link to listen to the story today i pray that as you listen to the story the lord will speak to your heart there will be liberations there will be provisions you'll see clearly you receive insight and the right pictures that god wants you to have in the name of jesus and every struggle crumbles in jesus name amen so this story that i will be telling you right now is titled the exchange the exchange so here's a story join me as i tell you the story when debbie was born she was normal and healthy like every other baby she was so cute and very adorable and for the first time i understood what the joy of a mother felt like wow it was so amazing debbie continued to develop normally like every healthy child then one day i began to notice something unusual i observed that any time i waved her toys in front of her she didn't seem to follow at first i denied the possibility that she couldn't see but after about three months of observing and wishing that my suspicions were not true i decided to go to my pediatrician 
I can still remember how my heart beat became faster for fear of receiving the saddest news of my life. When all the tests were concluded, my nightmare turned out to be a reality. Debbie was born blind. It felt so devastating to hear the doctor say that she would remain blind all the days of her life. And then he added, except a miracle occurs. I can remember that it was exactly at that point where he said, except a miracle occurs, that hope kicked in again. I left the hospital with that phrase. It kept recoing through my mind and on the way home, I said to myself, if a miracle is the only way out, then how do I get one for my daughter, Lord? How long do I have to pray or wait to get one? Then when I finally got to the house, I broke down in tears. Why, Lord? Why? I was hoping that immediately Debbie grows to a stage where she could do things on her own. I will go back to school for a higher degree and then pursue my dreams. With this God, I am afraid that I am stuck with Debbie for life. Lord, I know I could get someone to look after her full time, but I love her so much that I just can't abandon her for anyone else just because she's blind. Please give me a miracle, Lord. In Jesus' name, I ask. Although that prayer was rendered in distress, fear, and tears, out of God's mercy, he answered my call for help. Two months passed, and there was no sign of a miracle. But that didn't dissuade me from praying for a miracle every day. I always kept believing in my heart that I had received the attention of God regarding my desire for a miracle. And then one morning, while listening to a Christian TV show in the living room, I got my answer. The guest speaker made reference to Isaiah 53 verse 4 to 5. But as he read out the scriptures, these were the lines that jumped at me. Surely, he took up our pain and bore our suffering. The punishment that brought us peace was laid on him. We are healed. Right there, it became clearer that an exchange had been done for me. An exchange had been done for my daughter, Debbie. As a matter of fact, Jesus had reached out to us 2,000 plus years ago. And that was when he exchanged his perfection for my pain and Debbie's suffering. Now, she is healed. 
I immediately ran to Debbie's room and began to declare over her. I went on and on declaring and thanking God for her healing. Although nothing spectacular happened at that moment, I still preferred to believe God than to believe what I could see. I kept acting on Isaiah 53 verse 4 to 5 by faith. I also kept thanking God and declaring over Debbie. At first, the only change I observed was that the heaviness and disappointment that came with the doctor's report totally disappeared. I found out that I was daily increasing in joy and gladness. Then, the second change that I observed weeks after was that every time I looked at Debbie, I no longer saw her as a blind child. I began to see her as a child that the Lord had greatly favored. I began to love her more than I used to, and I also began to call her a blessing to me and her generation. Then one morning, during her breakfast, I dropped her food on her feeding desk and left to get water from the kitchen, only for me to return to see her playing with her food. I stood at the door of the room for a few seconds in tears as I watched her. Although I had believed that Jesus had exchanged our pain and suffering for his perfection and healing, I had also begun to wonder when the benefits of this exchange would manifest physically. But one day, in the process of meditating on the scripture that I had held on to, I had gotten to understand that in the same way that the exchange was done physically on the cross and then took effect spiritually when Jesus went to hell to take the keys of hell and of death, in that same order, the benefits of the exchange would be received spiritually by faith and then brought to manifestation physically by speaking it. Yes, by speaking it. When I saw Debbie playing with her food, I suddenly had this feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment which I can only describe or transcribe as it is finished, mission accomplished. Indeed, the healing that Debbie had received is now total and complete. She could now see. Well, in conclusion, this story teaches a lot more than I can summarize. But I'll say that Jesus had done his part. Now, you do your part to see that the purpose for Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is accomplished in your life. When you pray, believe in the exchange that was made on the cross. Then receive the benefits by faith and keep speaking it until 
it is completely made manifest in the physical. Never stop halfway. Believe and speak with thanksgiving. The process will surely become complete. And that is for sure. Thank you so much. And that is the end of the story. The exchange. This story was originally written by Otis Stories and also narrated to you by Otis Stories and above all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your time today. Um, f- kindly uh, send your feedbacks to our mail otisstories at gmail.com or our WhatsApp number plus 2347035524042 or via any plat- platform that you're listening right now either King's Chat or our Telegram channel t.me slash otisstories or even our website where you can find all the stories that we've written um, otisstories.com o-t-i-s-t-o-r-i-e-s.com I love you I am Mrs. Elo, um, the founder of Otis Stories and the writer of Otis Stories. I'll see you tomorrow for another exciting edition of the inspiring story for today. You are blessed.